The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with the ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle. <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. HD Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hey, welcome to part two of my conversation with Aparna Karthikeyan, author of Woof: Adventures by the Sea, which tells the story of her pet indie dogs Shigmo and Puchu and their posse of stray dog friends who live on Juhu Beach, Mumbai. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I think that the, you know, for all our faults as a society, right. it, it I mean, and it's true that there are there's a whole contingent of people who are very anti uh, stray dog, or anti you know anti are they like you said they're anti human also, right? Or you know, have a problem with everything. Those sorts of people also, but by and large, in India, uh, in most parts of India, we don't want to like harm dogs. Yes, you know, you know, like it's not like stray dogs are not seen like, like in the West. They just take them off to the pound and kill them. Correct. So they are just let you know. They just, in fact, if at all we have some problems, we have problems from entitled, privileged people. Very unlikely yeah. that we have problems from people who are actually cohabiting those spaces with the dogs. You know, so yes. It, those, uh, in fact, you know, um, I saw this little girl, Manjula, like, you know, very recently, about 15 days or so ago. Uh, she's mm-hmm. this tiny little girl. She's about eight or nine, but, you know, very stunted, very small girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mm-hmm. selling chips on the beach, you know, and now it's post lockdown. So apparently her father used to have a stall. The stalls are mm-hmm. now closed, right? So she's just bringing like yeah. four or five packets of chips. How much money is she going to make? Even if she's going to get a five rupee profit, she's going to get 20 bucks, you know, in an yeah. evening if she sells all the yeah. five. She yeah. brings three dogs and because we were feeding dogs during the lockdown, she comes to us and she says, auntie, uh, can you give food for my dogs? This child mm-hmm. who is working for a living, who has no business to be working for a living, is not asking us to buy chips, is not asking us for favors, is not asking us for money. She's asking us to feed the dogs because she says when her father had a job, he was giving those dogs a meal. I mean, how heartbreaking mm. is that, Manjula, and how life-affirming. Yeah. But I wish that girl yeah. had a better life. You know, I really yeah. want that for her. Yeah. You know? Like, in your book, you know, your book makes make, made me think about all that. It made me think about the cultural issues, you know, how we are different as a nation when it comes to animals, how we, there's a lot, to, a lot of improvement that's required, but right. by and large, we t- tend to be very self-critical. But in this area, I think we're not we're not bad yeah yeah Yeah. so and also how you've brought out the festivals and the life on the beach human life animal life and how both of them kind of uh interact right right yeah so So, that was also like um to me it was a revelation because i come from chennai and uh, i've been in mumbai only for seven monsoons and we're looking to go back in 10 days back to you know my hometown chennai and we really going to miss the dogs and the beach and i think this has been like you said you know it, it was like a miraculous you know experience i never thought you know i'd get to find a stretch of beach like this where we can just be you know not in mumbai so um i 
I'm really going to miss this. But um, mm. uh, I think I learned a lot, you know, even from the experience of all the festivals and everything. This, there is this old man who comes every single day. He brings mm. milk for the dogs and, you know, he will mm. feed them. Sometimes, you know, they tear open the oil packets that people leave for, um, you know, they leave plastic packets of oil as an offering mm. to the sea. And it oh. is the dogs that eat it. So <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gets it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dog or God, yeah. <laughs> so they actually tear open that packet of oil and then they eat it, you know, because I think it's fatty, so they kind yeah. of like it. So, yeah, it so uh, even during the festival time, they're just going around, like you know, looking at people and then nosing around, and people are quite generous with them. So, there are, of mm. course, there are bad experiences. I think we can't run away from the fact that you know, not everybody has a very positive experience of stray dogs. So, there are a yes. lot of people who get bitten, obviously, and it's it, it's a nightmare yeah. if people get chased by dogs or bitten by dogs but I think the only solution for that is like more and more stray dogs get adopted find homes we have lesser number of dogs being dumped outside then I think the problem Mm -hmm. will take care of itself by some uh, you know in some way and I think one of the ideas of writing the book was like to see if people can look at these dogs more kindly and you know that they are personalities they are intelligent they are full of spunk and fun and you don't need a breed dog to give you you know the qualities that you think dogs actually have right so mm. that these can be like a, a perfect um they can be perfect companions then they're not dirty they're not filled with ticks uh yeah. they're not you know i mean they can be dewormed if they have any so yeah. that was <laughs> yeah you think about uh you know the general obsession with pedigrees you brought that out also very comically <laughs> and the only pedigree dogs who, who come out very nicely in your book are the beagles oh yeah <laughs> Oh, because they're very close friends, dogs, and they're like, you know, both the friends um, are like, you know, big on fostering. And actually, oh. Lola and Louis exist, you know, and Lola was oh. like such a surprise because um, she's she had three legs, but and Puchu was at that time the fastest. Now, Puchu's like an old auntie, you know, she can't run. <laughs> so, yeah. Puchu and I are like just walking side by side very softly and slowly and all that. And she was like darting in front of us. But at that time, yeah. Puchu was the fastest on the beach and then Lola came and then she's like, she went like the wind you know and we were shocked that she had only three legs it was it was I never thought that you know dogs could overcome disabilities to the extent that you know they could be so fast right it was a big revelation to me so I would never in the sense that in the future I may not hesitate to pick up a three-legged dog thinking that it's more work you know it dogs are perfectly able to handle their disability very well and they're able to overcome it and compensate for it too Again, I think that whole responsible thing really struck me um, here. Mm-hmm. So it's not just people who feed the dogs. They also get them operated. They get them vaccinated. So when the dogs exist outside, you know, somebody is responsible for it. So like, you know, in our group, somebody will post a photo and somebody will say, hey, that's our Goldie. We know that dog. You know, actually it was okay. Mm-hmm. Now it is not well. So, okay, so we'll get it admitted here. They collect money. They get it admitted. They get it treated. They get it put back. And a healthy mm. dog is of no problem to anybody, right? It's only a rabid, yeah. aggressive dog, which is. So yeah, the true. idea is like you have healthy dogs, which are neutered, which are vaccinated. We are mm. reducing the human-animal conflict also. Yes, yes. Apart from the dogs, even the humans in the book are true to life, like yes. Gotham and Damo and all. They're like, they, people like that. Damo is. 
yes damu is gautam uh, gautam is just one of the ma- modeled on one of the many men who are there outside um okay. yes, so many of them who are like quite lovely to them but some of the incidents did happen too like chingmo was thrown down from the watchtower one of my friends saw her being flung down mm-hmm. uh, she landed mm-hmm. on the sand so she was fine so they have mm-hmm. been inc- so it's not like you know it's not as if everything is great but by and yeah. large things are no, no of course not largely it's bad na because being exposed to the elements and you know not knowing where next meal is coming from that's not very nice yeah but they do have like their champions so we we yeah. call them like you know so and so's man like so there is like you know one coconut seller yeah. there'll be three dogs around him so anytime <laughs> we want to give medicines to any of those dogs you know so like if something if one is wounded and then it needs five days of antibiotics so then we yeah. leave the antibiotics with that coconut seller so he gives it yeah. in their food you know so oh, that yeah. that works wonderfully i think for everybody involved so uh-huh. my dogs understand english and uh, hindi uh-huh. okay uh-huh. <laughs> one some guy on the street coming up to me and saying aapka kutta to sirf english hi janta hoga i said no and you have mentioned that i started laughing at that point <laughs> the four so, or five languages right <laughs> you know you know my dogs i didn't know that in your marathi So like my, you know a cook would come and tell them something in marathi and they'll quickly go eat their food and i'm like what did you tell them and she's like i just told them to eat <laughs> this, this passage says becoming when puchu says becoming a house dog uh, isn't easy you know shibmo first you uh, need to learn so many languages you know each of them speaks a different one me all right you've uh, you've lived lived with more people but surely you can't speak five wait that's right you do understand english tamil hindi marathi gujarati hmm you're clever shigmo <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad that worked for you <laughs> so you know it was really crazy trying to imagine what the dogs would be saying to you know each other i mean i know there are a lot of people who frown upon talking animal books because we are kind of making them you know humanizing them but yeah, it was yeah. the easiest way to get across to kids you know and i think if yeah. children start looking at um indie dogs you know as um, mm. as uh, equal to any other dogs i think it will make a lot of difference so mm. not just something that comes free but like you know mm. a, a dog which is as intelligent and as clever and i think yes. they have some you know hybrid vigor definitely it is a you know a yes. big thing to their advantage although mm. having said that i must say my two dogs have specially bad stomachs um really? you know, yeah shingmo because she lived outside till she was 8 months old and god knows what she ate her stomach makes drain pipe noises sometimes you know we wake <laughs> up <laughs> we wake up and we hear those noises and then we like okay today's mucan gel day you know <laughs> so i mean like really i don't know what she ate outside which has ruined her digestion so she's got to be like on this very careful diet of like you know boiled chicken and rice which she has and then you know um like kibble one one time a day and that's mm-hmm. what so you know another thing i noticed that when you're writing about your dogs is that you present yourself as seen through the dog so it's almost autobiographical <laughs> in, in one way but it's through the perspective of the dog but through the perspective of the dog i get an insight into you i so i really thought I, we shouldn't you know 
bring us into the book at all but um i think with domestic animals especially with dogs it's such a symbiotic relationship with human beings right so dogs exist the state they are because of the humans you know they inhabit the house with so puchu is who she is because of my you know craziness and whatever my quirks and all of that right so i often wonder what they think of us you know as a family <laughs> Yeah, especially the dogs comment about you making them wear raincoats. <laughs> Because you know, I I I really I really find that like you know like so I like bananas, you know, and so I keep feeding the dogs also, and they This also bananas. They love it. <laughs> wow, I tried with my dogs; it never succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> so the moment I open a ripe fruit, you know, both of them will oh. slink up slowly and still sit next to me. They'll smack their lips. They look at me. <laughs> They're like, okay, when I'm me getting hard done. So in fact, it helps because I should be losing weight. So I'm like, okay, half for you and half for me. So <laughs> yeah, so one gets a perspective of you through the book as well. <laughs> But and my friends also tease me about it. Okay, they say that I'm a professional dog walker, which is a real slight to professional dog walkers. Those men will punch me if they hear, you know, <laughs> because they're so sincere about their work. But these guys, like, you know, tease me about it. They say you come to the beach and then you sit down and then, like, you know, I'm holding my two dogs on leash and then there are two other dogs sleeping in my lap and I'm listening to mm. music, you know. So mm. uh, they say, oh, you know, you know, only guys who like, you know, want to skive off work come and sit here like this. <laughs> <laughs> but i love it it's just it's such a pleasant thing and then you know the dogs are lazily digging something it's it's really nice you know i think we had a really nice conversation about the book and uh, i everybody should go out and buy this book even if you are like an adult and you don't have a child in your life but that doesn't matter read it for yourself uh, i really enjoyed it uh, you know and and i'm sure you will too so go out and get uh, woof adventures by the sea Thank and, you so much Manjula that really means a lot Thank you Aparna for coming on the show <laughs> Thank you Bye 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 This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast HD Smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.